there's demons, ghosts outside Screaming you can run but you can't hide You can't scare me, I'm already dead inside Welcome back, Scared Cats of the Tex Chris Davis on Massacre Today mm-hmm. we're watching Tro It's pronounced Shelly We're watching Shelly We're watching Shelly Extro, extro, X- read all about it. X-T-R-O. I think it's extro. Extro. Yeah. Maybe the movie will. That's what I've been telling people. I mm-hmm. hope it's not extro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> One that we've, it's kind of been something that at least I've been trying to push us to watch for a little bit, mm-hmm. only because it's on a list of movies, like just one list that I seem to be taking more seriously of horror movies you need to watch. Uh-huh. It's been on there. And yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen the name and I admittedly have had no interest in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like looking it up a little bit. It's like one of those things that like when it came out, people are just like, what in the fucking Christ? It looks ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And I mean, every time we watch one of those movies, I'm so happy. It's so it's always so fun. It's the greatest. I don't know why I fight it so hard. Uh huh. Um, but like, I don't know. I just got it in me this time that I don't want to Something do about it. this one specifically. <laughs> you've really resisted it. Yeah. Well, I mean, this episode is somewhat unique. It's Cats in that this is the first one that is 100 percent um based on a twitter poll a democratic twitter poll <laughs> a democratic twitter poll pulled mostly by some scaredy cats that participated and all of dave's friends <laughs> and my wife's seven twitter accounts yeah i figured i figured that if i got caught i was gonna lose that battle mm. and of course i was gonna get caught <laughs> you're gonna get every notification from was, people who shared my last name and who are only following me well it was the thing was that you recruited people that just followed us immediately so i instantly well, like yeah. obviously your, your brother shares your last name so that was an obvious one chelsea's a mutual friend i didn't tell chelsea okay that's yeah. just a weird coincidence then that she it, happened to follow was. us yeah. that night or she's just totally totally into yeah frankenfish <laughs> chelsea huge frankenfish fan who <laughs> um and then a third person who was extra pushy about it yeah, and i look yeah. i clicked on her profile it says guelph ontario yeah. so i'm like it's got to be a friend and i was like i was gonna tell me if you know anybody too just have them vote and she like posts <laughs> She's like, everyone go vote. I'm like, damn it. What a supportive friend, though. Oh, yeah. No, I love that. That's rad. She got mad props for that. Thank you so much, Tess, for trying. We didn't win it this time. I like how the one time we're really reaching out to friends to like <laughs> spread the word about the podcast, it's to vote so you don't have to watch extra. It, no, it was more um, because you sent me a message when you were so far in the lead mm-hmm. or when extra was just obviously the choice. And you're like, the people have spoken. I was like, oh, fucking yeah. <laughs> and then that I, was the bait and i organized more effort on social media for that specific attempt which i failed mm-hmm. than i ever have in my life for anything else so that got under your skin a little bit got under my skin man because i called it so early i don't it, yeah and you're right <laughs> you're right so scaredy cats if you're if you're super disappointed that we're not watching frankenfish i tried my very best for you guys if one person who clearly doesn't know Dave <laughs> in real life <laughs> says you guys should still watch Frankenfish. Then we should, we'll do it. Let's just, let's just do it. Let's do Frankenfish next time. Cause I'm so curious to see Simon Barrett's <laughs> first attempt at a movie that he already kind of shits on himself. I, yeah. So that was, th- mm-hmm. that really got me excited as a Simon Barrett. Let's talk about Frankenfish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't have too much to say about it. Well, like but... what the, my resistance to Frankenfish, I said to you over <laughs> yeah, messenger. You, good is, reasoning. Is that like, 2000s camp is using bad cgi yeah, and that's yeah. not as fun as practical effects of 80s camp i think we're getting close to that point because like when we watch something like suspiria mm-hmm. um there's terrible cgi in moments like with lightning and stuff like that mm-hmm. that is almost funny 
I think it, over the next few years, as like CGI becomes like more or less perfect, it will start to become really funny to see that 2000s like first okay. attempts. And okay. stuff, you know what I mean? So our sensibilities just need to evolve a little bit more to find humor in the CGI you're saying? I think so, because I think at the time, like people would largely have hated practical effects that looked stupid. Maybe that's it. Maybe we're just we're too close to those early two thousand CGI things. Maybe so. Yeah, that's what what I'm suspecting. But I would say moving forward, we should never watch Frankenfish on this podcast until it wins a Twitter poll. Okay. Yeah, I think it's gonna need to earn its way on. <laughs> so it'll always for all future movies that we pull, it'll be that versus Frankenfish until Frankenfish wins. You got it. <laughs> all right, I'm down. Thanks for participating in the poll. Those who genuinely did. Yeah, and thank you to all my army who. We didn't win this battle, but we tried. This is followed up by two sequels. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, somebody posts on Twitter too that like extra two is like just amazing. as good or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, insane. It's delightful. Um, and it was co-produced by Bob Shea, who is the guy who did founded New Line Cinema, which oh. got huge success first with Nightmare on Elm Street and then later went on to do like Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. But this was like an early failure, that <laughs> yeah. one that didn't really catch on and give him much success a couple years before Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. But it just, it sounds bonkers. The stills I've seen look bonkers. Just, a man who is abducted by alien re- returns to his family three years later, but his presence affects them negatively. That's a weird way to say that too. His yeah. presence affects them negatively. <laughs> it's like it's trying extra hard to be vague about what happens in this movie. Yeah. But I I thought it would be up your alley because it sounds like, as I told you, Dark Skies meets Pumpkinhead. Yeah, that that really offended me. (laughs) No, that was hilarious. I uh, yeah, but what I love about Dark Skies is like it got me. Like Mm -hmm. a hand on my knees, like oh, what's gonna happen next? Mm -hmm. I don't know if Extro is gonna like tickle that same part of my my interests. I'm expecting no stakes. (laughs) I'm expecting no tension. Yeah, I'm just expecting lunacy. Some maybe over-the-top, hilarious-looking aliens, mm-hmm. uh, some goofy special effects and sound effects. Yeah, I hope we get some good, like, set design alien stuff. Mm-hmm. I know it's happening on Earth, but I want to see some, like... If they're going to make weird aliens, make some other weird stuff. Make a ship, make a Yeah, we got to go on a ship. We yeah. got to... Come on. Yeah, if it's... Otherwise, it's a creature. Right. Okay? It's got to be from space, and if you just give me the meteorite shot of the it hitting the Earth, and that's it, mm-hmm. that's how I know it's an alien, boo on you. Thank show you. me ship, show me planet if you can. Thank Those you for saying that. Absolutely necessary. <laughs> so maybe let's go to uh, Scare and Tell. Let's do some Scare and Tell. Scare and Tell. I'm excited to hear what you have to say if you're going to do the one that I'm thinking you're going to do. Oh, I am. <clears throat> let's hear it. So I went and I saw, like, this will come out so far after the fact. I know. <laughs> I thought about that too. It would be so exciting. If to... we could have blasted out the episode first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but through circumstances, I went out and saw a, a screening of Strangers 2 um, before it came out. Like a week in advance <laughs> and you just have to trust us. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. You have to believe me. Um, all the photo evidence I got to back myself up. No, mm-hmm. I'm just too stupid. And as you've mentioned, over these 70 plus episodes, this has been one of your favorite yeah. horror movies. Oh, Strangers. The original Strangers. Yeah, Strangers is like um, not my first romp into home invasion, but like the one that stuck with me the most mm-hmm. other than like Panic Room. Mm. I have that one in my head for some reason. No, um, I, I kind of want to rewatch Panic Room. Rewatch Panic Room. Let's do that. It's been a long time. <laughs> Let's just watch it as I, friends. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, uh, Strangers was... Not the first home invasion, but definitely the first one that like really got under my skin. Mm-hmm. And because it's got, like I've said a million times, that super dismal ending, and it just really worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Strangers Two is not that. 
It's not the same movie in that way. Mm. They are really steering into it's. It feels like a sequel in a lot of ways. Um, I don't want to just shit all over it because I think it was good. I think as far as sequels go, if you get a seven out of ten, mm-hmm. it's it was really really good. Uh huh. Um, and it's around there. It's good. Uh, it relies a little bit more on jump scares. The the strangers thing of like them being in the background, you know, just happens way too much. Oh yeah. Um, but one thing they did is that I really liked was um, some stuff with music. Mm. Um, they very intentionally applied music to each like killing situation. Interesting. Um, and one specifically, I'll just say the pool scene. Amazing. I thought it was amazing. So it was it was great. I really enjoyed it, and I'm I'm super curious to hear what people are going to be saying about it. Nice. Moving forward, because I don't know that my opinion is going to be what everybody else thinks. I feel like this might be one of the ones that people love. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, the trailer looks great. Yeah. The trailer looks um, super exciting. Just the setting of this trailer park and, mm-hmm. yeah, that pool. You see one of them kind of going after her, one yeah. of them in the pool, and that looks great. It's so good. So as someone who didn't even who didn't really love the first one, I'm excited to see the sequel. Okay. Yeah. Um, is a horror movie. Top to bottom, I think it offers more maybe than the first one. Mm-hmm. The first one is just such a pure cat and mouse where the cat you knew from the beginning, the cat won. Mm. You know, it's uh, something about that is so satisfying to me because at the end, I'm like, all my little hopes were for <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I don't know why Strangers specifically sticks out in my head like, in that way. Because it, it, like it must have just been a really great experience, like watching the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have the right conditions mm-hmm. and something will just hit you in such a visceral way. Yeah. And you know, um, it was actually um, a f- friend of, a, of the podcast, Melissa, mm-hmm. Melissa Pyfinch, who told me to watch Strangers for the first oh, time. Oh, no way. Yeah. And it blew me away. I was like, Melissa, amazing. So I told her about Strangers too. We, and she watched Poughkeepsie tapes. She watched The Ritual. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she's. What do you think of Poughkeepsie? Uh, she's devastating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. Just devastating. Um, yeah. So thank you, Melissa, for making me watch Strangers because it, it started a whole huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think everybody's gonna be very excited with Strangers too. Is it the same three people yeah. from the? Yeah. So it's not just the mask. It's like these are the same three people. It's taking place just a little later. Yeah. Well, it's like mom, dad, and daughter are like the strangers, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. They're their own little family. Right. Yeah. How yeah. is Christina Hendricks in it? Good. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just like people are g- will have seen it <laughs> for the most part when this comes out. I think so. I mean, it opens in our tomorrow. Yeah, our tomorrow. <laughs> our tomorrow. So we're weeks ahead at this point. So yeah, no, I'm not gonna say she's good. Cool. Everything's good. I just don't want to say too much to let people know what happens. Gotcha. You got Wink. it. <laughs> I don't want to uh, spoil the movie. Very nice. Very mm-hmm. nice. What about you, Chris? Got anything to bring for Scare and Tell? I went and saw The Lodgers, which is a movie that was playing at TIFF this year. But okay. we didn't end up choosing that. We ended up seeing other things. The Lodgers? The Lodgers, it's oh, called. It's playing is... at the Royal. Ooh, right I have now. no idea anything about this. I'm very excited to hear. Cool. Great. I went and saw it at the Royal. It was the smallest attendance I've ever had there. <laughs> Guess the number of how many people were sitting in the theater. Ten. Four. <laughs> <laughs> so there are four of us watching The Lodgers together. And it was okay. There are some things that I really, really liked about it. Uh, it takes place in 1920s rural Ireland at this old Gothic giant mansion Mm -hmm. and it's basically a set of twins who are orphans who live in this mansion and like go into the small town to get food every once in a while but are just in the home always and right from the beginning you know like oh there are voices in the house that are telling them you have to live by these rules you can't leave the house at night like it's our house from midnight till morning um don't ever let a stranger inside the home and you can never you can never leave. You, you just hear all must this remain stuff? here. Yeah, that's like it's it's kind of given to you right, kind of at the beginning. Uh, and then 
like basically okay. on like a shopping trip into town she starts interacting with some people there so and uh a landlord comes by and says like you guys have this house isn't paying for itself anymore like it has for generations because this family has been has owned that home for like 200 years or something like that since okay. it was built um but so there's a couple of things that are really fantastic a couple of visual elements that are really cool a few things that unfortunately are very similar to get out in terms of the visuals of the sunken place so uh, okay. I'm sure the makers of this movie were like, ah, shit, when they <laughs> when they saw Get Out because they were obviously finished their movie at the same time. Around the same time last year. Yeah. But yeah, it's I don't think it's completely successful overall, but there are a few elements that make it really cool and a few things I think you would really appreciate yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but is it like, does it end up being kind of like a ghosty movie? It's Yeah, it's kind of like a ghosty movie, um, creepy and weird. It, there's definitely some things original about it that are super weird. I'm trying to be as vague as possible to not yeah, spoil <laughs> to not spoil anything. The house that it's shot in is beautiful and apparently it is this house that's considered haunted. This oh. like this is just giant mansion. Well that's cool as shit. Yeah. Take your horror movie to an actual haunted house. And film in there. Amazing. Yeah. Good on those guys. Mm-hmm. I assume. And like I, I actually don't know if I would have made it through if I had put it on at home. It was one of those. Oh, okay. So like <laughs> the fact that you're in a theater, yeah, <laughs> you stuck it out for like about the thirty minute mark to the one hour mark. It was kind of slowing and meandering, and right. then and then it kind of picked up a bit at the end. So yeah. right. they tend to have to. Okay. Yeah, the lodges. I'm I'm glad we saw the other ones that we saw. I'm glad we saw Veronica and the ritual instead. Mm-hmm. And uh, was Mayhem there at that time as well? Uh, at TIFF. At TIFF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, would have been cool. That would have been cool to see back then. That would have been great, especially at Midnight Madness with that crowd and everything. I'm sure that would have been a blast. That been, and yeah, to see anybody from the, the from the crew there too would have been cool. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah can't yeah. wait till next year. Yeah, no, I'm. It was cool to sort of stick my toe in the water of TIFF this mm-hmm. past year, because um, it really, really got me excited to try to make like really commit to Midnight Madness and see as much as possible. Yeah. Like this coming festival. Nice. So yeah. you want to buy yeah, like yeah, a yeah. little mini pass or something? I do. I want to like really plan ahead. Great. As far as like, you know, dates and times are available, like mm-hmm. get time off work or whatever I need to do. Yeah. You can get like, like a six movie pass for a hundred bucks or something. Awesome. And then just have your say. And it's really easy to drop screenings and add other ones. This is not <laughs> good content, but it's really easy to like, once you're there, just erratically change your minds. As you know, like that's how yeah. I was able to throw like a Veronica ticket at you last minute yeah and having having done it a little bit like scaredy cats you know, if you're in and around those festivals and you can you know check out a little horror movie on its like rise to the top you should do it it's so much fun absolutely all right let's go to a little segment we call this dave and chris three this, this dave and chris we watched silent hill oh hell yeah silent hill can't believe it's been a year since that i can't believe we watched that i totally forgot we did silent hill we totally did <laughs> sweet okay so i can live uh, remembering that i can live without a little bit of you know 2000 cgi just thinking about this is true good enough to help true. me get over uh, but that's great 2000 yeah CGI. exactly that's yeah. like as good as it fucking gets because that how much did they spend on that movie 50 million or like something a trillion dollars. like so much money <laughs> yeah like it was like the last horror movie that cost that much money probably yeah, yeah it was the last horror movie and the first video game horror movie mm. that ever cost mm. anywhere near that amount yeah yeah uh man i love silent hill i love the world of silent hill i'm so glad we got to do this and like the worlds of video games and horror movies got to like collide here on the podcast yeah uh, my first uh, thought thinking back it was a skin rip uh pyramid head oh my ripping god off yeah, that yeah, one's yeah. Skin. triangle face yeah killer <laughs> move i forgot about that one the the image for me instantly was just the the tied to the mattress with all the tentacly things barbed wire the church. barbed wire 
just bonkers just like a bonkers idea are those yeah. images lifted from the game some of them yeah. some of them are yeah the floating bed the, the nurses you said the nurses totally mm-hmm. pyramid head one for one but yeah even like the raised bed with the like um animated snake-like barbed right. wire right. that's a thing the like the smoky fog and stuff all of it and mm-hmm. they did a pretty good job i think that's as good a job as you can do with them with such a bonkers concept and such yeah. intense cgi like yeah it's thrilling when you're in that church for the last it is fucking awesome last act of the movie yeah yeah and it's like there's that side story with the the dad and the investigator that basically right. doesn't need to yeah, be yeah, there yeah yeah I remember so it's that. like the movie basically is just like is women Mm-hmm. you know like I, that's I, true that's a really exciting one too for go me. horror it's like descent level to me you know mm-hmm. like just a bunch of like badasses and just getting mangled up is triangle face a gal he ain't oh right because we do see his torso he doesn't wear a shirt unless it's a double mastectomy he's <laughs> he's just one of those <laughs> Great bros he's a total bro he just walks around with no shirt ripping skin off yeah, ripping off people's skin he's like not as good as my skin rip mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what a giant ass pyramid thing on his face and a giant ass sword it seem, they both seem cumbersome yeah yeah mm-hmm. he's he's all about the look and the flair that one right that triangle face absolutely no i'm not committing to this <laughs> i respect pyramid head he's a creepy dude and probably more creepy in the video game when you're turning around corners and he's just always right there when rather he's killed somebody on screen who you care about when he's killed you Mm -hmm. you're a lot more scared of him i believe it yeah and when you cannot kill him Mm -hmm. you know that in the game because you try and you can't right you try many times i'm sure yeah i'd watch it again it's been long enough for me. I want to see some of those scenes again. Heck yes. Um, with one thing I'll also mention uh, is if we could only get a cut down version of that movie. Mm, it's yes, too yes, long. yes, yes. We and need to re-edit that movie. Yeah, and fix the flashback sequence. Mm-hmm. That was really, really stupid. That old like projector looking thing that was a memory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah now I'm remembering that episode. We definitely, mm-hmm. there was a lot of appreciation and a lot of criticism. It yeah. was a good, a good balanced good it's a good good long that's sort of the benefit of watching like really long horror movies is Mm -hmm. that you know maybe they screw up along the way like you could easily cut 20 minutes out of that it's like yeah and they also got to show us a couple more things that were if that's what they use their time doing if it's just like they should cut 30 seconds off of every scene Mm. you know that's that's a waste but if it's you know they wanted to try a weird scene with a i don't know weird little burned up babies that chase her into a house I'm cool with that. Yeah, hell yeah. That's worth it. Like, we got $2 million more. What should we do? I don't know. <laughs> Let's just spit. I'm just spitballing yeah. here. But burning babies. <laughs> Boom. Got it. <laughs> I just went with alliteration on that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Send it to the animators. Burning baby. And print it. <laughs> All right, man. Let's let's get to this. Let's get abducted. It's time to sit down and watch a little bit of Troll. Shelly. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Cheers. Cheers. So you know how the brood Cronenberg made that movie and it was all essentially about his divorce and it was like <laughs> trying to get back at his wife through a movie in two years of his life. Sure. Vilifying the female character. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I felt extra was that, but for a custody battle <laughs> and it was all the dad saying like, I deserve the son or the mom saying like the dad 
took him away and he's an alien and a monster and he's ruined my life too even after he left yeah it depends on who made this movie if it was the mom or the dad i think it's the mom now as i'm talking through it it's yeah okay that totally fits okay because my read on the movie was more that it was made by somebody who lived in a pile of trash for their whole life Mm -hmm. and then took a whole bunch of a whole mess of acid and lsd at the same time and then someone's like hey you want like a mill make a movie that's that's what i got from it yeah (laughs) <laughs> Talk about like misplaced special effects budgets. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> like instead of directing some of that money towards some kind of climactic, like seeing more of the alien, which we don't, we only see at the beginning for a bit. And then yeah. that's kind of it. Like yeah. The, the cool crawly creature. I mean, the cool crawly creature we see until the dog is eating its parts. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that is not deep in the movie, but like some of the most intense ones are for some of the more innocuous scenes. Like the, when, um, What's her name? Annalise is cobwebbed up in the corner and yeah. turns into like an egg producing machine. That was weird. Shooting out these pods. That shit's cool. Those eggs looked cool as shit. Came back at the end of the movie. That was like the final scene is mm-hmm. saying like, oh, yeah, the extra man and his boy have left the planet. But no, the threat is not done. No, those eggs are those, still there. That big bucket of eggs that the little clown collected from the cocoon uh, woman. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> this is how how do you pitch a movie like this? How do you convince anyone to give money? Oh, t- I got it. Okay. Trust me. It. Trust me, bro. Okay. I trust you. <laughs> That's how they made this movie is by faith and a lack of supervision. I it, it makes no sense. Like not not one part in this movie, mm-hmm. not like there's no consistency to like their errors or successes. Mm-hmm. There's no consistency in what they're trying to show. Is it about can they do they have psychic powers? They have like screamy powers. Like do the aliens just have all powers but not on their own? They're just a creature on their own. They got to take people over to I, I don't know, man. I don't get what the aliens want, what they are trying to do. I I don't get it either because in the end, in the end, if it started with extra, I assume the alien is yeah. Extra. Which the word we never hear. I guess, <laughs> I guess that's the name of the alien creature. It travels guess. in a glowy triangle ship. Yeah, but but the inciting the inciting incident is the dad throws the stick in the air. The stick explodes. Do you I, remember this? You are a hundred percent right. Yes. This so he throws the stick in the air, freeze frame on the stick, explodes into a burst of light that becomes the ship and yeah. takes the dad. And and just does so much damage to the saturation of the camera image in that oh. moment. Oh yeah. <laughs> really, really fucks with you. And that's going to be one of many moments wherein you have no idea exactly what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just like, it must be this. Mm-hmm. That I don't know what was going on with the cinematography. Sometimes I was like ready to praise it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this shot is cool. They chose such a cool location that had like, there's all these weird red uh, siding features on this one building. That was cool. You know, yeah. I, I like that. I, I like many components of how much color they tried to use and how bright a lot of their shots were and how intentionally placed they seemed to be. Mm-hmm. But then there was like equal, equal completely misfired, uh, poorly cut nonsense shots. Like a lot of bad cuts, even when that sick exploded, there was, I felt like they dragged on that scene twice as long as it needed to be. It oh, kept yeah. cutting oh, to yeah. like the kid's reaction, the mom's reaction, the farm, the kid's reaction, yeah. the sky, the kid's reaction. <laughs> Dad stumbles back for a second. The kid's reaction. This mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. The mom screams for way too short. One split second. It's just, so uh, you, so you weird. come. The, the the aliens took him away. Brought him back. Yeah, and that's like when you see that though. I, I just can't stress enough how that shot of when theoretically what's happening is he throws a stick in the air. Yeah, and then we're supposed to see that it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. <laughs> Which fall. is come back down. <laughs> yeah, come back down to earth. Instead, it explodes and all the lighting changes. Yeah, and. 
you can tell it's a camera effect because like the light of like the the window looking into the house is weirdly bright around the kid like it's just poorly done but i i just can't stress enough how that you didn't know what you were looking at in the moment you're like oh my god aliens like that's where he's taken and you don't realize that that's what's happening or at mm-hmm. least i didn't because it was a nonsense shot i kind of took it just because like the light just kind of flooded everything and then when the light kind of receded then he was gone so and yeah, just I, knowing that this is an alien abduction movie yeah it was like in, okay there he's, he's abducted it's in the synopsis then then cut to i want to say two three weeks later this kid is no older <laughs> yeah okay cut to two three weeks later joe whoever the fuck joe is but, an american photographer uh, as funny as the two three weeks they said it has been three years they did say three years 100 percent. that kid did not age three years not at all they did not factor that into the storytelling at all that children age that is ridiculous so three years makes a little bit more sense and yeah. I'm, I'm sorry that i missed that because they, it was so strange <laughs> to see her her not any older the kid not any older a new person yeah. moving in and this guy being so resentful about the fact that the husband who she he was with at least for eight, eight plus years, years yeah to at least to because that's how old the kid is yeah you're right yeah like for him to be so indignant and prissy about this guy kind of coming back yeah. and feeling so entitled to this family that isn't his that he's like yeah. the new guy in and that's assuming mm-hmm. that the second he disappeared she started dating joe in which case it would be a three-year <laughs> right. relationship like we're assuming there's a search period a mourning period and then she yeah. got around to dating so i'm saying joe's this asshole who's been around for six months max even given the three year yeah. that he's been gone yeah joe is not fair he is no. not allowing a situation to play out normally. And it's like because they try to, the writers or whatever are trying to put in the viewer's head that what's important but between these two characters is that everyone believes this guy ran off, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like the reason that everyone's so mean to him is because who would believe aliens? Right. It's like he could still behave like, Joe could still behave like a human. Mm-hmm. Like that is just, that's a false premise that because he ran, or yeah, because he mysteriously disappeared, that no one would even listen to him say a sentence without being like, this fucking deadbeat. Totally. And Joe, I would even forgive that a little more if Joe had more dialogue that was like, you abandoned your family or something like that. Like he yeah. was like actually pissed at him for being an asshole. Yeah. But instead he was just kind of making prissy, passive aggressive comments. Yeah, really prissy little power plays. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you're not doing anything. And then he's like, shut up. And who is Annalise? Is she the sister that just also lives with them? <laughs> she's just French. No, she can't. Be, she's French, and she lives in the house. She's French. Yeah. She has a boyfriend that comes over. Is she the and has a lot of sex. She could be the housekeeper I, babysitter I, character. I, 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 it doesn't make sense to nope. me. No, it does not. Uh huh. Okay, so we've got yeah. yeah no, so far we've got that, that nothing else makes sense <laughs> leading up to this point. He returns, he comes back. You have some kind he, of telekinetic power, or you he, can somehow manifest. No, no, he doesn't return come back we can't gloss over that extra is it weird oh my god oh how did i forget he this sticks his weird belly um tube how does on okay, a face. how does extra get to the woods extra is just in the woods i think yeah that's where he comes down we don't the get first like time a we beam see him, down shot we didn't there's so much that we're missing we didn't say that first shot where the car like spots him on the side that's of the, the road. intro and it's like <laughs> extra is a deer in headlights 
<laughs> car slams on the brakes, hits extra because there's some substance some. on the front of the car. Yeah, we're, well, oh, that's what we're supposed to put together because they mm-hmm. did not hit extra. No, they did not afford. <laughs> they could not afford that. Whatever would make that yeah. visual happen. And then she like she puts both of her hands on the front grate and pulls them off, but only got the goo on one of the two of them. Correct. And holds them to the camera like, whoa. Wipes it on the grass. We hit. This is meant to show you that we <laughs> hit whatever that was. The guy guy goes off into the woods. Uh-huh. Looking for whatever it was. <laughs> Solid move. Yeah. Finds Extro in a uh, in a bush. Mm-hmm. And then Extro shoots. We, don't, we assume this is the name of the creature. And frankly, it just must be. It's got to be. Yeah, for In order for me to care about this movie at all. Mm-hmm. It, it needs to be called Extro. Um shoots out with like a lizard tongue and i guess stabs him through both the cheekbones and the brain he dies because of the it's like a tongue slap because he's got like a split tongue remember he split tongues and he like tongue slaps underneath his eye he's like smack yeah he smacks him and then like (laughs) it just kind of like tears open the skin like tar football style (laughs) little giants shout out yeah yeah, yeah, and it it just kind of like bleeds out and he's just kind of dead at that point dead instantly which made me think that it was a stabbing thing but Mm. you know it didn't look like that of course and it's always so colorful like the when he does when extra does those face injuries or any extra affiliated humans do those face (laughs) things like I'm thinking later when um the husband is sleeping with the wife again and mm-hmm. he like kind of loses his mind and he gets that like that all over and she does as well. He gets like weird like it looks like just paint on him. Yeah. It's like finger paint. It, yeah, it looks like someone shot a bunch of paintballs into a bowl and then just kind of smeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just like they put it in a straw and blew it on his face. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That's that's what happened. That's it. And it uh, that was weird. That scene was weird. That's right near the end. I feel like we can't jump to that. No. So we see Extra. He hits, he kills that guy. Then Extra goes and grabs the woman's arm. Mm-hmm. Her foot is stuck in the steering wheel. Then later on, the father. We don't, we don't, we don't even see like a kill of her. He's, it's no, just he's like just grabbing her wrist. They're, they're just struggling. Yeah. And then the next shot we see of her is when she's just sleeping or dead in the car. Considerably later. Yeah. Uh, after the father has returned. But not just returned. That's not what happened. He didn't return. Extra then, at this moment, I don't know how he gets into the city or wherever these people are, mm-hmm. but he ends up in the house of random person. Am I right who about is that? that per- who is that person? It's a blonde woman. Does she have... You're right. I think it's totally... Ra- Does she have any connection to any of the other characters? Not as far as I can tell. You're right. She was a totally random person. And ex- what form is Extra in? Extra. It's just straight up Extra. He's naked Totally, extra. totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he... Um, he does. That's where we f- see that his like belly unzippers or whatever. And right. Weird, oh my god. Your tube comes out of it. This thing just shoots out towards her. Yeah, it attaches to her mouth. Launches at her face and just it, is completely and started, like this, Alien. Yeah. It, very ripped off from Alien, especially that last shot where mm-hmm. it comes out of an egg and it's just the tube thing. As Absolutely. As a face that was Absolutely. Stupid. Um, and. It's like, uh, let's just slightly modify what the creatures look like, but still the principle of like yeah. shooting out eggs. Exactly. Yes. And okay. So he's face tubes are, and mm-hmm. the, the sound in that moment is a straight up person doing gulping sound effects. Mm-hmm. So like he's sucking some blood or something out of her mouth. That makes very little sense. It's effective. Mm-hmm. I had a visceral mm-hmm. reaction mm-hmm. to whatever the fuck was happening there. Cause you still have no idea. It's just so pervasive, you know, like, it's just like, ew, that's gooey and right on her face. Like hmm. there's nothing specifically good about that effect you it know? was still unsettling it was definitely unsettling all the things where it was like basically something uh, that was archetypally lips against someone else's body parts mm-hmm. was just gross and unsettling. god yes that kept happening and so <laughs> yeah. then she she then wakes up in a 
bathtub or okay no so she, she doesn't wake up she um because it knocks she's passed out when that thing she, is shooting into she, her mouth oh yeah she, no she wakes up and the dog is eating extra yes. extra is just it's just disintegrated yeah, at that yeah. point so the adorable dog is eating extra mm-hmm. and she gets up and goes like oh, oh and stumbles around the apartment knocks a bunch of things mm-hmm. down takes that weird contraption off the sink that really bugged me mm-hmm. the, just all sorts of weird set pieces that i could not get over so it's got to be this it's got to be extra gets hit by the car Extro is essentially like a different form of the dad. And then Extro goes to the nearest house where that woman is. Yeah. And then inserts himself into her. Yeah. So then the dad is born. Yeah. By her. The full, full adult dad. Yes. So the original Extro creature alien that came down. Yeah. And came out of the ground like um, Hellraiser style. It was pretty good. Exactly. It was kind of good. It's somehow him. Like it's somehow some form of him. Yeah. That's, they took him and then they sent him back to do this. Mm -hmm. And at the very end of it, the only thing I can think of is to leave a bunch of eggs behind. That's the only thing that I can think of makes any sense. Yeah. I, because otherwise, Extro just was, came down to specifically cr- recreate this, or yeah, recreate this man to take his kid back. Then mm-hmm. why did they take him in the first place? They, I, We get nothing from this first one. Maybe Extro 2 or Extro 3, because there are two <laughs> fucking sequels to this thing. And as frustrated as i am we are going to watch them we need to we need to know yeah uh, this is one of the one of the movies where i need to know most but i'm not happy about it so the, yeah because these aliens like i just assume that it's just like a curiosity thing for them that they're just but that's total speculation because yeah. <laughs> well, there's we'll nothing else <laughs> and yeah those eggs are left but now i'm trying to think of is it i think it's kind of accidental that those eggs are left behind because okay the we didn't fully close this gap. She extra shoots the thing into her mouth. She becomes Super instantly pregnant. pregnant. And that pregnancy grows to full term mm-hmm. in a matter of 20 seconds. And yes. it's him. And we watch a full grown man yeah, coming rough. out of this woman and just ripping her apart. And she's yeah. obviously dead. But now he's back. And he chooses his own weird umbilical cord in half. Yeah. And the reason I say that that's, it's got extra has also got to be somewhat him. Like he's got to be conscious in extra when he gets hit by the car is he knows to go back Right. to that body and get his clothes yeah. before going into town. That is true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. And he's not phased by the woman being passed out in the car. So he's yeah. like, he was clearly there before. He was clearly extra. Yeah. you're. Yeah, that makes sense. That he's somewhat mm-hmm. symbiotic or they're the same entity at that point. Totally. But Even then, though his motivation may be just to get his son, mm-hmm. extra's motivation may be to reproduce. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm still iffy on that. But he, he he comes back, and the reason I say it might be accidental is because the dad is the one who consciously is like, I want my son to be a part of this, so makes out with his son's neck, and yeah. that kind of like... <laughs> Gave him the worst alien hickey you ever saw. Ridiculous. But the effects are somewhat kind of cool. The skin is kind good. of blowing yeah, yeah. up, and so he kind of endows this kid with alien powers of some sort in order to help oh, yeah. him transition to ultimately take his kid back to the world that he came from. That's his goal. Yeah, they're alien wizards now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in the mean in the meantime, so like I think the dad's intention was just like I want to get my kid and get my kid back to this world where I came from. And the aliens are like we will grant you this cuz they get out to the woods and then he takes the kid back. Yeah. But what the dad didn't see happening is that the kid also passed that power on to Annalise. And okay. he was like going on her belly or whatever. And that's what eventually leads sure. Annalise to giving the eggs. Yeah. He so, says, he says to her, uh, to him, only use it when you need it. You yeah. Know, your powers. Yeah. And instead he, he creates a clown toy, which we'll, we'll have to get into all of that. I know. I just don't want to forget. <laughs> <laughs> we will not forget. But so uh, he, I think right. the kid, like 
he the dad and the aliens and extros or what the fuck ever <laughs> weren't fully aware that the kid was going to do this like this is something the kid I buy that yeah like yeah that. so like those that. eggs aren't necessarily supposed to be there and as a side effect those eggs are just going to also be extra here's the weird thing too is that the face hugger thing if we're to understand that that was the dad, his way of getting back in to his human form through birth Dude. of a, a female human, yeah, those eggs, what what are what are they going to impregnate the wife with? Because they also do the same thing of latching onto the mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what's the result of that? Maybe more people have been abducted who we never met, and maybe those eggs are all former abductees. Well, maybe because no, because they they were created through the kid, through the kid sucking on uh, the babysitter or whatever's belly. Yeah, exactly. That's where they came from, and she's just producing eggs. So, so. what what is going to happen to because the, the movie well, we ends the movie ends with the mom dying after that face sucker thing goes to her. But I want to know what if the face sucker thing is what brought the father back. What is the face sucker thing going to do to the mom? Yeah, I think based on the logic that we've been presented. Mm-hmm. That is a nonsense thing to happen. <laughs> right. It doesn't add up. No, it doesn't. Because why do the... Uh, we're just going to call them face huggers because it's just so ripped off from Alien. Mm-hmm. But why do the face huggers come from both eggs and uh, the full alien belly? Out of extra, yeah. Yeah, the, it doesn't make sense. There's no continuity They're identical. There, so we can't, as viewers, mm-hmm. make any sense of that. And they're like, a new thing we're introducing right at the end. So it's completely cliffhangered on a brand new idea. Exactly. It makes no, it's it's lazy. Br- as much as I love... Annalise having that little like egg orifice orifice that's like shooting him out. I loved the look of that. And I love the look of the eggs. I love the eggs. I love the look of that. I love how like that was a progression where she was like down in the corner of the tub and then Mm -hmm. she like like rose up to the ceiling and the shot of her face like how it was like sort of like um, Lord of the Rings inspired like Frodo in the spider web. She had the silky web all over her, but still had those like open eyes because she's alive Uh and it was like thinnest on her face. You could see her like very picturesque face mm-hmm. made up wide-eyed and then it as you uh, pan down her body it turns into more of this cocoon monster slash dispenser yeah it, disp- it totally is a dispenser it's an egg dispenser yeah um, <laughs> and that is a very very cool image among a dozen others in this yeah. movie there's yeah, lots yeah. and lots of really cool images absolutely like some of the visuals are so good they just don't at any in any way fit into some kind no. of a cohesive narrative that is satisfying no so we see a weird birth of a man alien, mm-hmm. and that's hard to deal with. It's weird. It's gross. There's a lot of viscera. It's like the the Ace Ventura when he climbs out of the rhinoceros. Absolutely, there's just a lot of more blood. But a, that's that's a rhinoceros. This a is a female vagina that a full grown adult male is climbing, is climbing out, of. out of. Yeah, and you see it tear. There's a oh. tremendous amount of like of uh, nudity and like exposed human body in mm-hmm, this. So mm-hmm. it, it feels very visceral. Um, a lot of weird nudity in this movie. A lot of sex. Nudity and just, again, lips everyone, on bodies. Everyone wants to fuck. Yeah, everyone's cool with that, no matter what's going on. The lips on the kid is weird, and the kid's lips on the woman's body yeah. is weird. Weird and good effects. Those are good moments from both parts. Yes, the resulting yeah. like yeah. veins that spread across veins her stomach. Absolutely. Like, yeah. this weird costume choices. Very and, strange costume choices. Yeah. Some good ones. I like. I complimented more There's outfits in this movie yeah. <laughs> than several others. Some fashion would be just as hip today mm-hmm. in 2018 as it was in 1982 absolutely good job 1982. Some, some pink rimmed glasses looked mm-hmm. really really good on that old lady with the snake salad who, who bashed a snake yeah this is just another tenant in the building okay so then okay so more in the of this movie there mm-hmm. are several um snake sequences mm-hmm. there's what looks like a panther 
for some fucking reason. What is the panther? What is the panther? What the fuck was that, man? Where did it come from? That was not justified by anything. They never explained that. Even if the kid had like a toy cat or something like That'd that. Be, that's that all would, we need. That's all you need. And But we didn't get anything <laughs> like that. There's just a fucking black panther in the apartment. Sitting right in there. Yeah. Twice. So, so he looks. Uh, yeah, twice in two different circumstances. Like mm-hmm. two different characters interact with that. It's fucking stupid. Um, and then... Um, and then we have the, uh, what, what are we going to call this? The, he turns his toys real. So he, the dad makes out with his son's neck and shoulder. And then the kid first realizes as like later he goes to bed, he looks over at one of his toys and the toy is kind of spinning. And then his dad comes in and he was like, I just thought about its sound and it started moving. And then the dad informs him that like, you just need to think about things and mm-hmm. things will happen. It's yeah. as vague as that. Yeah. Nothing more is given. So no, this translates yeah. Yeah, yeah. into a crazy ass fever dream of his toys coming to life yeah. and doing his weird ass bidding. Sometimes the kid isn't even conscious of there. Like the, the whole yeah. tank sequence, which is very entertaining, awesome. but doesn't make much sense. Very little. Yeah. Okay. So here's something that happens is he looks over and he sees like, a little wooden clown toy mm-hmm. and then it turns into a real little mischievous clown mm-hmm. and that clown is making so much noise that the woman downstairs is like banging on the ceiling with a broom and her mom comes in and he's like if i hear you so fucking help me mm-hmm. and then immediately the clown comes right back out and the woman bangs on the floor again and he's like that's a person downstairs i hate her and then his toy soldier turns real and goes down and goes and downstairs, her. and that was probably my favorite thing in the whole movie is the toy soldier man, dude. It was incredible again, so strange and so weird, so, and so weird. has nothing to do with alien abductions no. or whatnot. It's but- like dog man or yeah, dog man in body snatchers. It's like the fuck exactly, but that there's something about that plastic face. That yeah, was, yeah, it was well done. Yes, yes, and it was. The the actor doing the physical movements yeah. did it quite well. well. Blocky, yeah, it was. I was my eyes were glued to the screen that whole sequence. That was my favorite sequence in the movie, and without then, a doubt. Just so ridiculous that the woman hides yeah. under the couch and just wants a chocolate. Just reaches out and grabs a candy, and that's how the toy knows she's there. Yeah, but I love the toy going there and then yeah. just like doing the robot and just yeah. stabbing. And, and the, the first uh, shot he fires is from a gun that has a little like little spike in it with a string on it. Uh-huh. That's what the toy would have had. Exactly. Back in the day. Exactly. A little retractable string so you don't lose your projectile. But then he's like, I have no use yeah. for this, and then just busts out, out the big gun. <laughs> An assault rifle with a bayonet on the front. Oh my gosh! So there was awesome. there was that toy. And, there was the clown weird. toy. It was like equal parts. Like wow, this mm-hmm. is really inventive. And at the same time, like, this is really fucking weird. But that's its own story of a kid's toys coming to life and killing people. Exactly. That's its own separate movie. It's, There's uh, it's like basically like I said, space wizards turn turn toys real. So it's uh-huh. real toys in the movie. Uh-huh. That that doesn't make any sense. Tons of weird animal shit that doesn't make any sense. Weird ass goo and body snatchers shit. It's a a lot mangled together and no satisfying explanation for an overarching narrative whatsoever. No, no. Just weird triangle light sequence. This came up. I almost said that it was Frank and fished together. (laughs) (laughs) This, this came out the same year as the thing. 1982 okay. and the thing all the thing was the thing was also thrown out at the time like cr- people hated it it took yeah. like years and years before they liked it but at least that had like a very clear narrative yeah. stitching everything together i compare the two just because of the very it. body horror effects that are happening in both the thing has a very easy to follow story and yeah the, it's know. very simple narrative and the uh this is anything but simple also, we ha- like we ha- we're dealing with some. I don't know why they cast the people that they did, 
but we've got an American accent, <laughs> three different British accents, yeah. and a French accent. Like it's just so such a strange motley crew of individuals yeah. living together. And that if you're if you just heard Chris say that, and they're like, that's not something that normally catches my ear. Mm-hmm. It may not specifically you may not be listening for accents or just hearing someone without an accent in a british movie may not catch your ear either but it does foster this sense of like something's wrong something's not correct here something is missing or imperfectly crafted about the fact that everybody's speaking a little differently about every time they cut the light being a little different yeah like your subconscious will will pick up on it exactly and not buy it exactly and adding to this unsettledness <laughs> is they're in this giant building and they're on like a street of what seems to be a very populated area, yeah. if you were to judge by the buildings and the streets. Yeah. And there's a bunch of sequences like where they're in can apartments. Yes, like, exactly. And there's a bunch of sequences where they're out on the streets running or chasing the kid or something. No. There are no cars. <laughs> no one. No people anywhere. These are empty streets. This is a weird abandoned city. Yeah. And the only people that live there are the five people in that apartment, including the woman on the floor underneath who eventually like mashes a snake in her salad. Yeah. It's so <laughs> that whole vibe is just so weird and strange too. Yeah. That they just never acknowledge that there's a world around these people. Yeah. 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 That doesn't, that doesn't make sense. And that's another one of those components that will just generally catch your subconscious. Exactly. Yeah. Except for Joe's photography studio where there's random people coming in and out. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, should I wear the blue dress? <laughs> yeah. And I liked that he was doing, he was doing shoots for like a shoe you know, an orthopedic shoe or something. Yeah. And he's telling the model to stop eating. You know, that's not going to be part of like the shot. They never expressly say what that is about, but you can put it together through context. I'm like, well, that is a well-made scene. This it's is a good scene. Yeah. That's a full scene that you're drawing out yes. and you're creating a world. You don't get that anywhere else in the no. movie. It's just yeah. a weirdly well-written scene. Yeah. <laughs> One good scene in the middle of the movie, several good effects throughout. Mm-hmm. And then just... They just needed an extra million to punch up every other mm-hmm. component of this. Do better cuts. There's one I complained about near the end where um, they're out in the they're outside or whatever for mm-hmm. whatever reason, and then um, it's the final shot of the spaceship going away. Where the, right, the, the spaceship going up. Yeah. Yes, the spaceship goes away, and then the camera pans up into the begins to pan up into the sky. Mm-hmm. And when it's about halfway into the tree line, it just cuts awkwardly. You're like, ah, you needed about three more seconds on that one, guys. And then it goes to the shot of them back in the city at that red brick apartment where they live or whatever. And the camera stays at the bottom of the building for a second and then starts panning up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that could have been perfect continuous, but I think you guys don't know what the fuck you're doing. I think you're getting it exactly when you're saying they needed three more seconds. This movie to me screams from start to finish. We need to squeeze another 10 minutes out of the footage that we have to make it a certain length. <laughs> yeah. Like when we go back to the alien scenes and we said they kept cutting back to the kid. When we think about all those panning shots that just were mm. a little too long and just strange and ended up with a camera remaining still when it would have been way more smooth to just cut yeah. from the pan to the next pan. Yeah. I think all of that is just milking the footage for what you have. I think You're they're like, right. they're like, well, I did. I shot this Panther the other week on like a bright stage. Can we just throw that in there too? Yeah. And is it, could it be, like milking what you've got or just like not properly getting enough because like at the same time like when we had shots of uh when what's his name was revealed uh the husband who went missing Mm -hmm. they're outside and there's a really bright shot outside of the mother Mm -hmm. and then a separate shot of the kid running outside Mm -hmm. they're not together (laughs) very intentionally and then a third separate shot of the dad standing in a dark doorway. But you can't see the doorway. You can't see that it's bright outside. He's just, it seems like he's in the nighttime and everyone else is in the day. I took that whole scene as, oh, fuck, we forgot to film that scene. 
and they sure. couldn't get the kid anymore. So that, exactly. that shot of the kid running was actually <laughs> lifted from the first scene of the movie where he sure. was just running somewhere else because <laughs> they're the two adults are actually, sure. they're looking off camera to a kid talking to him, but you never cut to the kid and the kid never mm. says anything. That was shot and, in three locations. Exactly. <laughs> and the woman, so the woman, they've, got wherever she was and they got someone to just set up a camera on a tripod and just film her saying those lines. They got the guy to do the same thing because yeah, yeah, yeah. there was no wide shot of any of them seeing each other yeah. or encounter. It just was mm. such patchwork. Yes. And that's what sticks out to me most about this whole movie at the very end of it is that it seems like it was stitched together with like, that's good enough. Mm-hmm. That's good enough. But very, uh, very frequently in this movie, I had to use context or something like that to go like, this is probably what that was supposed to be. Your With mind, that, you're trying to fill in some of the gaps. I had to make sense of it consciously rather than, mm-hmm. you know, even mm-hmm. just poorly being, oh, okay, that's that. I think it's just slightly either spent, because a lot of the special effects did look really great. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they spent too much time and money on that or they just gave the limited yeah. budget they have to like, okay, if it just, if those effects look good, the rest, everything else will fall into place. We just need those yeah. sequences to do it. I could and maybe that. they just needed a little bit more budget to really smooth everything out and maybe another writer i know they had four but maybe that fifth writer was the secret thing to come in and really just smooth up the narrative writer number five came in with a lot of punctuation that was required (laughs) yeah okay um one realization that i had right at the very end of the movie Mm -hmm. when um the dad took off with the son yeah is well damn this movie really is a combination of dark skies (laughs) And pumpkin and head. pumpkin head. Thank That's you. That's fucking exactly what it is. Thank you. I was so annoyed when I realized <laughs> that. I said, oh. "How dare you?" <laughs> so I'm disappointed at. I, I wanted it to be so much better, but I mean, we had a lot to say about it. It was fun yeah, to talk about, this, and it was it was fun in a, a weird way yeah. to watch. It was like uh, it was like a bad demons. Like the effects are still awesome, mm-hmm. but like holy shit, is the story and composition and editing terrible? exactly exactly i'm glad we watched it and like you said at the top we need to watch this the second third one we need to know what the fuck yeah i say that with no joy yeah (laughs) (laughs) i say that joylessly that's a great line to wrap up on (laughs) well scaredy cats thanks for listening to another extra special episode of (laughs) the texture stave saw massacre i'm chris vandenberg and i'm david stamberim and as always chaos reigns Chaos reigns, chaos reigns, chaos reigns. She birthed an adult baby, chaos reigns. Ouch. That was gross. See you next time, scaredy crabs. Bye-bye.